And I can specifically remember driving around and like when it talks about closing the door. Yeah. The GD door. Um, The GD door. (laughs) Marcus sang that part really good. And I was like, oh. <laughs> sang that part really good. He sang that part really good. So I remember him singing that part. I can like hear it in my head. Hello, hello. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown. We are so happy that you could join us all here today. Welcome, everybody who's checking out the live feed right now on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And also, welcome to everybody who's uh, watching replay of this, whether it's on YouTube or you're listening to us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, do us a favor right now, wherever you're watching us, Please hit that subscribe button so that way you get notified every single time we go live or drop new episodes or videos of the show, which we do weekly over on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date on every time we release something on the audio feed, hit that follow button too, especially on, you know, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, like those places like it when you take that mm-hmm. like extra step and hit the follow button. So. If you could do that, that would be very helpful. It would be very much appreciated. And if this is your first time checking out Song Swap Show, well, you are in for a treat today. As always, I mean, we always we always serve up the treats every it's single you. week we do the it's show, uh, which we do live on Mondays at 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you're new to the show, how it all typically works <laughs> rolls out like this. Every week, Amanda and I each swap three songs with each other. And then we rate and review those songs on an ever-sliding and complicated scale of one to five records with one record being a total dumpster fiver song get out of here don't want to hear all the way up to five records which is heavenly music to Mm. our ears it's gorgeous heavenly music to our ears it's going on the eternity playlist which is the playlist that we only want to listen to for eternity it's very (laughs) self-explanatory very it's very much one of those songs that you could listen to over and over and over again Mm -hmm. so that's how the song works then an added bonus, just for fun, just for fun, really. It's for bragging rights, but it's really just for fun. We, we like to keep track of uh, whose playlist reigns supreme. So whoever mm-hmm. gets the, the highest score with a maximum score of 15, because if we're doing five records That's each, right. times three, math, math, 15 records. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, with a maximum score of 15, whose playlist will reign supreme, we will find out at the by the end of the show mm-hmm. right now as it stands we are like well, let's see you are you're two and one mm-hmm. since we started keeping track yep. and i'm one and two so absolutely this is a right really now, recent thing you're in the lead yeah i know the show's been on for three seasons but we just recently decided to do this um thanks to the community by the way you, you guys are the ones that really pushed this especially ian from australia and yeah. everybody else who's been chiming in so we decided to finally add that little element of fun to the show so and if that wasn't fun enough watching us do math adds the additional fun element because we're not good at mathing and while it's only 15 points you don't realize how complicated 15 points can be until you're under pressure trying to add up 4.7 yeah. and 4.6 or all those things i mean it's a whole thing cow, it's a whole thing is right <laughs> it is it's a whole fun. thing it it's is fun. 
but it is fun. So we added that. And now the other thing that we added, if you've uh, if you listened to last week's episode, we also added now a feature at the end of the show, which you're going to want to stay tuned did. to tuned for all the way at the end, which is spinning our wheel of show themes. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was something that so a man and I just behind the scenes, little 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 BTS yeah. yes. of uh, of how the show works is normally a man and I come up with a, a, like we come up with lists mm-hmm. of show themes, right? Stuff that we like stuff that we're inspired by. Sometimes it actually happens during the week, like even, you know, like things like Ted Lasso, the finale, mm-hmm. like kind of spurred on a whole like, you know, like sad songs kind of mm-hmm. uh, show. So anyway. We've been doing this for a while, but we've always been putting in our Facebook group, which you could join for free uh, by using the link in our show notes, by the mm-hmm. way, FYI. Yep. Uh, but we've always, but we, every week we put it in there. Hey, what, what do you think uh, would be great show ideas? And then when we do have the theme, what songs do you like? All So we're very, very participatory with our community, which we love. So thank you guys all so much, by the way, for, for participating. However, we wanted to take it up a notch. Yeah, we did. So we said, well, what if we started taking everybody's ideas for show themes and we added it to a giant spinny wheel (laughs) (laughs) and we spun it at the end of the show to pick next week theme. And so now that is an added feature at the end of every show where we will spin the wheel to decide next week's show theme. So, and that is a combination of stuff that's been added from the community plus uh, stuff from mine and Amanda's list. So um, if you want to get in on that action, you have to join the Facebook group to do that. So there's a chat, there's actually a post. So go in there, post your themes. If it's not already uh, been a theme that's been added to the wheel already, we're going to add it. So let your voice be heard. Join the Facebook group so that way you and your idea, your genius idea, can mm. get added to the spinning wheel of themes. Speaking of which, today's theme was a theme that was spun on the wheel last mm-hmm. And it happened to be one of our themes that has been in the mix. So, Amanda, what is today's show theme? Today's show theme is 2000s. And we specifically narrowed it down from 2000 to 2009, so the early 2000s. And I'm excited for this. I think a lot of popular songs, a lot of people know these songs. It's recent history. It's not like it's going back to the 80s or 90s where maybe some of our listeners weren't even born yet, right? Yeah. So this, this is a genre, a decade that most people have heard of. Very interesting to see if they're going to like this era of music. Do we like this era of music? I definitely like this era of music, and we had a lot of lot of great comments in the uh, in the group yeah. of people putting up different music suggestions. And I believe one or two, maybe one, wound up on my list already. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's going to be a fun show. So yeah, as we go along, if you're watching live, uh, please feel free to play along, comment, let us know what some of your favorite tunes were from the 2000s, and specifically, we're going 2000 and 2009, and because. Today, as we're recording this and, and streaming live, it's July 3rd. It was the day, the 4th of July. The now we're here in America, which is where Amanda and I are from. Uh, I'm in New Jersey. America, uh, Amanda's in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are also adding in the fact that they had to be American-based bands. Um, so that's the other little kicker. So all the you know, bands that we've selected here are American-based bands. I forgot we threw in that rule. And well, so it's I'm a good thing all your bands are American-based, I okay, think. Okay, good. I started I started sweating a little. I went, oh, I forgot that rule was in <laughs> You forgot that was in play? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is what it's like working with Amanda Sharp, everyone. This is what like, it's oh, like working with good. Amanda. Amanda Sharp. <laughs> Amanda Sharp. <laughs> okay, well, lucky for me, I followed the rules, not even meaning to. <laughs> and I the rules. absolutely knew that conversation happened. I just went rogue. You totally went rogue. Look at you. Totally going rogue. Amanda doesn't go rogue. Who is this Amanda? And in true American spirit, Amer- Amanda the Rebel went rogue. <laughs> Timely. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> there, there you go. Very timely. <laughs> so oh, this my is, gosh. This That's is going to be fun. I don't think any of the suggestions with our group ended up on my list, yeah. but that is okay. I well, I will say, I do take it back. One of, one of, your, one of oh. your picks is not American board. Okay. So... Which one? Uh, so you blew it up. You already I, blew it up. <laughs> I already, I, I'm knocked five points. So Chris I, I was wrong. I thought, I thought winner. they were all, and then I just did a quick check. So I, well, I'm looking and I'm going, that, mm. <laughs> throwing that one out the window, everybody. <laughs> That's right. Sip, sip your coffee. <laughs> I'm sipping. I'm trying to self-soothe here. Right. So we're, so we're doing artists from 2000 to 2009. Throw the American thing out the window. <laughs> Yeah, they screwed it up. All right. Oh, I love it. Wait, here we go. But still, the artists are from 2000 to 2009. So we've got that. I did adhere to that. that. I did fact check that. So once again, if you are are listening live, if you're listening or watching live, please please feel free to play along. Uh, Throw your comments in the chat, which is already very, very lively. So before we dive in, let's say hello to some of our friends. We have our... Mr. Dave Mattingly checking in with Good Morning Song Swappers. Dave Mattingly, one of our VIPs on our Buy Me a Coffee. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to buy us a coffee, if you like what we're doing and would like to support the show, whether on a one-time or monthly basis, you could do that by going over to buymeacoffee.com and being as cool as Dave Mattingly and supporting us monthly. Thank you, Dave. We love you. Thanks, Arena, VIP mm-hmm. member of the Song Swap Showdown community. Love you, pal. Thank you. Uh, we've also got Mark Ronick checking in with Good Morning CNA. Good morning, my friend. And uh, Fork Boy, check it in. I know we have a lot of people checking in today because most people are actually off. I know, I'm thrilled. Today. So uh, we've got a lot of people who are off from work. Fork Boy really should have pulled up my Zoom to see how, what I had as my top plays. And I don't know what a Zoom is. You don't know what a Zoom my is? My mind huh? the whole time is going, what's a Zoom? So a Zoom was basically Microsoft's version of the uh, their iPod of an iPod. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. Microsoft. W- like, was this like? Yeah. A so I got I got Let me let me show you what a Zoom looked like. Let me see if I can. For those of you watching the Zoom, Zoom, and a boom. For those of you watching the video version of this, you'll you'll I get appreciate this. And everyone, I get real close to the. So this is what a Zoom was. That's fancy. I love that. This one says it's going for like $800 or whatever it is. But <laughs> this is what a Zoom was. So this was Microsoft's version of an iPod. So this was their MP3 player. Okay. It did not survive the MP3 player wars. <laughs> <laughs> they actually make a big joke about it on uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Well, it's cute and very classy looking. Yeah. So that that was a Zoom. Okay. So I don't know how many, how many other people owned a Zoom versus an iPod. Let us know in the comments. Mm-hmm. I know Tony Donato. Mr. Ford, he, mm-hmm. he had a Zune. He had a Zune. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, yes. Thank you, Tony. I love the Action Park Murphy's Law shirt. Yes. 
you know, how to, how to wear the Action Park Murphy's Law inspired chair. If anybody from New Jersey knows Action Park, you know Action Park. Anybody outside of New Jersey, I'm not sure. Watch the documentary on HBO. You'll be uh, totally blown away. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Checking in. Yeah, Tony, throwing the rules <laughs> the rules in a bay like all the tea. There it Very is. Timely. Very timely. <laughs> Stephanie McCabe, my sis, checking in with good morning. And oh, then- and D- Dave Mattingly's got some suggestions here. He does, as well as Ian up at the yes. Ian is like Ian's in, on it. Like 810. He's on yeah. this. He's like throwing things in the comments. And we're we're seeing it before the show goes live. And we're always so impressed by so that. So Dave Mattingly suggestions for Amanda are Shakira with uh objection, uh parentheses tango, finger eleven with one thing, and get cape, wear cape, fly by dance, D-A-N-C-E. There you go. My suggestions for Chris are Arctic Monkeys, Brainstorm, Johnny Cash, Rusty Cage, Rye Rye Sunshine. I've heard two of these songs. I have not heard Rye Rye Sunshine. Rye I have not heard that one. Sunshine. But I've heard the other two, uh, Dave, and they are good. They are good. And let's go over to our friend from Australia. Check it in. Mr. Ian from Australia, American music from the 2000s that made the Aussie charts was not my cup of tea. So I had to dig a little deeper to find my three for this week. Here are Ian's three picks. Your Love by Victoria Williams. Oh, good pick. Good pick. Uh, came out in 2001. Leave the Light On by Beth Hart in 2003. And Sea of Tears by Eileen Jewell in 2009. So those are Ian's Fairly top three picks down. for the 2000 to 2009 artists. Thank you, Ian, for sharing that, buddy. Really appreciate it. All right. So mm-hmm. let's start the show. Let's, let's get the show going. All right. Who is going first this week? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. All right. So let me just tell you, once again, putting this list together for you this week was, was a challenge because there were a lot of songs and there was, there was group discussions. There were actual group discussions going on at various 4th of July barbecues and all that, because (laughs) the, the topic was, these are good songs. What, but what will Amanda not know? Because that's the fun, right? The fun is trying to give you stuff that we don't think you've heard before. I don't think you've heard before, but this was group thing. So songs we didn't think you'd heard before. So I think we're 50, 50 at all these songs because you have surprised me over the course of three seasons. You have surprised me, Amanda Sharp. I know. I know. Always. So Amanda Sharp, my first song to you. Did you know it? I did. Oh, okay. It was Numb by Linkin Park. Okay. So I know this a couple different ways. Okay. All so right. first and foremost, I know it because of the show Charmed. So as soon as I heard it, I immediately went to Charmed. I Google machined it. I was oh, like, boom. Yep, I didn't know. I actually did. See, I didn't know the song was in Charmed. It's, I think it's in two episodes and it's, it's like, they play a lot of the song. Mm. And so I really know, like my mind goes, I know it's been in the show. And so I always right. have to Google and sometimes I have a hard time finding it, but this one popped right up and I was like, yeah, mm. I know it. And then also Marcus, you still listen to this. Like, so oh, okay. I always, I always forget about the Marcus factor. Yeah. Like there's the Marcus X factor. I got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I add so, that to the board. Yep. So these, That's these years, yes. Right. A pin in the, the. Serial killer board of Amanda's killer brain. Board. <laughs> and so we, back in the day, I mean, you would listen to it on the radio or you had a CD. So if he had a CD in a Lincoln Park, we were listening to it all. Right. If not over and over as we were driving places. So I didn't know it from him. And, you know, I really, li- I like the meaning of this song. You do? 
I really do. I okay, think good. It's something that when you go to songfacts.com, we're not sponsored by them, but we'd love to be. Um, it breaks it down into this song's about basically someone not living up to their parents' expectations of what they yeah. wanted. And I just, that's something I'm so passionate about. I don't think enough parents raise the kids they have. They raise the kids they want to have. Mm. They had these preconceived notions of my kid's going to do this, 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 this. Right. And I mean, I found out that as a parent, the first time you try to plan anything, it usually goes opposite. So right. I threw in that towel a long time ago. And so I just really related to the song. And I think a lot of kids can relate to the song. And I hope there's some babies who are listening to you this. Do you think like the baby generation's listening to this? I absolutely do. Because Good. I got to tell you, Linkin Park is a band that has really, um, really has, I think, I'm going to say the word aged, the phrase aged well. Okay. Um, I think a lot of, I think Lincoln Park is continuing to find new fans. I mean, even when you, uh, on TikTok, you hear a lot of Lincoln Park stuff. So I think whenever you hear a band, a band or a band's music being used a lot on TikTok, it usually means that they're, they're still part of very much of the lexicon. And Lincoln Park was, when you look back at how big of an impact they made on heavy music back in the 2000s, and how they kind of and how they even evolve that over time um, is really is really something. And I got to tell you, for me, my personal experience with Linkin Park, honestly, is um, if I'm being fully transparent, when they first came onto the scene, and this is just me being like a grumpy old metal guy, um, wasn't always as musically open as I am now. Uh, a younger version of myself was a little bit more of a of a gatekeeper and elitist, um, which is so stupid and so silly to think about it now. But hey. I went through my period of of of, uh, of gatekeeping of music, and for some reason, Lincoln Park to me just didn't hit me. I kind of felt like, oh, they were like the boy band of metal. All that stuff was so silly because really they were so much better than I. And this is a band when I say they've aged well for me. Um, I kind of as they evolved their sound, I actually got more and more into them. Um, and I just started really paying attention to them more than sort of writing them off as like a flavor mm-hmm. of the week, which is kind of how sure. i initially did it which was st- sure. stupid and silly at the time but um but yeah i've 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 really grown to really like them a lot and this song i think is just it's a really good song i mean the lyrics are great um mm. so it's, it's a beautiful song and it's yeah. got all their good tones and it's lincoln park has that sound man and you like know right away from like note one mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a lincoln park song so this, this and this was a this was a this was a big one man this was a big one i, I this was a song that charted number 11 in the United States um, when it was released in 2003 off of Meteora, which is now actually having a, uh, an anniversary and as it being 2023, they're doing a 20th anniversary. They just did it. They just released a, a 20th anniversary uh, version of this record um, with all kinds of crazy beasts. I mean, it's, um, I watched the, watch the uh, unboxing video on Instagram <laughs> and, uh, but it is, it's, it's a very beautiful package. It's a nice tribute. I mean, especially for a band that, that, that really did make an impact. And obviously, you know, everybody knows, uh, you know, what, what Chester went through and, and all that. So um, yeah, I, uh, I like the song. So, and I had a lot of Lincoln Park songs, actually. I, I was like, I would take them on. I, I mm-hmm. knew from day one, when we picked this theme last week, I was giving you a Lincoln Park song. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of like, which one am I going to give you? And I, I sure. went through quite a bit of them, but I, I started with numb, came off the list. And then I eventually just came back to putting numb yeah. back on there. So it's, it. it's a good song. It's a good yeah. song. It cool. is something that makes me feel 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
it, it sends me back into right. into that. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, where do I rate this song? Where are you rating "Numb" by Linkin Park? Where am I rating the song "Numb"? I'm going to rate this happening? the song. Okay. I'm coming in a little harsh. Okay. Because it's not like I haven't heard this song many times. So all like right, oftentimes right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start here, but I feel like it's going to end here. Like I right. feel like I know where I want this song to be. So it's not okay. a reflection that it's necessarily bad. It's just for me, it's not like the so whole. The there's whole, a lot of disclaimers going on here. Yes. So yes. I know. I, 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 there are. There are. So I'm going to nestle this one in to like a 3.6. A 3.6. A 3.6. And I'm sorry if that seems low. Okay. But it's it's because I have heard this before and I've listened to it several, several times. It does take me back to the 2000s. And, right. you know, I listen, I don't really have great fond memories of like the early 2000s, like the, the 2000s more than like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You know, I, I wasn't a mom until 07 and I say... Mm-hmm. I was a whole different person right. <laughs> before whole, I became right. a mama's. <laughs> I would love to. I just. I would love to have hung out with you back in the day. Mm, I, as, I think. I think we would have been friends. I, I, I think we would have been friends. I, I I'm not. But then again, I don't know because I don't know. You and I was hanging in way different crowds than. I don't know if we would have like met. I don't know if our crowds would have met each other. I, I don't know. It could have been, but maybe probably I not. I was just really a. B. I was a double B. I was a B and a brat. You were a queen B, huh? Yeah. Like I was the B-I-T-C-H and then I was a wow. brat. Like double B. Wow. And Marcus <laughs> was forced to marry me. <laughs> I, 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 he was forced to marry you. Do you know that man tells people, yeah, she told me she was pregnant and five years later we finally had our son. <laughs> <laughs> obnoxious but i did I the mean, same I way the show started forth, almost <laughs> <laughs> not that you were pregnant but you're yeah. like we're doing a show together uh, yes. oh okay you, so maybe the maybe i'm trip i was a triple b a b-t-c-i-h i think i spelled that wrong <laughs> <laughs> no b-i-t-c-h no you got it <laughs> <laughs> and then a brat and then yeah. bossy so i never left the bossy <laughs> Mark Ronick, I can't just picture. I can't picture Amanda as a B, <laughs> bossy maybe a B. Yeah. <laughs> so I added the third B for that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All uh, right. So Fork Boy checking in, uh, and this is a friend of ours. I remember chatting with Bunny, friend of ours. Uh, we both took a while for us to get into Lincoln Park, but it does ep- epitomize the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed, man. Agreed, one hundred percent. Um, Dave Mattingly checking back in with my suggestion for both Mika Lollipop. All right, Dave. Mm. And Tony also saying still in my humble opinion, still thinking the Zoom Zoom is better than Apple iPod. <laughs> so that's going to be a good one for, the, noted. for the for the uh, for the group. What was better, <laughs> Apple iPod or Zoom? I didn't have either. Just because Apple iPod won the war doesn't mean you know like Beta Beta Max versus VHS. Beta was actually a better format. <laughs> I feel like this is the Android and iPhone like war. Oh, one thousand percent Android versus <laughs> versus iPhone war. It's just uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, real quick, I just want to show everybody. Um, for so, if you're watching the uh, the video version of this, this is what goes on every week when I'm trying to think of what Amanda <laughs> isn't going to know. 
this is kind of what I, I I feel like it's this. And basically, if you're not watching the video version, it's just it's a picture of basically the serial killer board, like the uh, the, the crime board that's in like every single detective yeah. movie with the pins and, this, and the, the pieces of string connecting to this and that. But this is what it feels like. Yeah. Trying to pick songs for you every week. I feel like that's a really good depiction <laughs> of also what happens as I'm trying to like rate them. <laughs> I go all over the place. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, <gasps> Yvonne. Yvonne, late bloomer living. Yes, Yvonne, having a hard time imagining Amanda as a triple B. Watching you guys <laughs> from the road. Thank you, Yvonne. And I'll <laughs> I'll tease. So Yvonne is on the way to come see me in Ida, Michigan. In Ida, Michigan, you guys. Yes. I am pumped. I hope that's still the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope that's I mean, still the plan. when you're on a road trip, things happen, things change. But yeah. yes, I'm super pumped. So awesome. Look at awesome. I got my right. skates if you brought yours. <laughs> oh, look at that. The skates. The skates. The skates are going on. <laughs> okay. Whew. All right. So right now, as it stands, as the tally is, I uh you gave me a 3.6 rating mm-hmm. for Lincoln Park's numb. So your first song mm-hmm. to me, which is not an American song I'm or so American sorry. born artist. Oh man. I missed it. <laughs> I was just all right. I was just really excited because it almost made the list last week, and I was like, yes. "Oh, I'll put it on this week." Yeah. <laughs> sorry, shame, shameful. Sorry, sorry. sorry shameful. guys, shameful, shameful. All right. So anyway, your song to me this week, your first song to me is mm-hmm. the TikTok <laughs> classic, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, which is it wasn't me. By Shaggy and Rick Rock. Now, come on. <laughs> Everybody knows this song. I mean. It is fun. I remember trying to do the. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, please go on TikTok and amuse yourself. Just type in it wasn't me because it was. And this was going on during lockdown. Um, it was a hilarious. I thought it was a great trend of it wasn't me. And they were doing different shots of dogs in different spots of it wasn't me during that whole part. Like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't me in the shower. It wasn't like that whole thing. And uh, and I tried doing it with uh, with with my dog, Milo, and he wasn't having it. He, he was not. He was not having it. So I, I should try that again, though. Maybe revive revi- <laughs> a, a dead TikTok trend. <laughs> Well, it's, it might take him a couple of years to grow into the role. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, have to, I have to go back and revisit it. Let's see if I can do it again. So anyway, here we go. Here we go. Shaggy's "It Wasn't Me," right? So me. <laughs> if you don't know what the song is about, I'm going to tell you what the song's about. The song's about a guy who gets caught cheating on his girl, but denies it, even though he is clearly guilty. It was inspired by a comedy routine. By Eddie Murphy performed in his movie Raw, where Eddie Murphy said that no matter what your girl accuses you of, never admit to anything. Just say it wasn't me and don't offer details. <laughs> Love. I, by the way, Eddie Murphy Raw <laughs> still holds up, still amazing. Uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I I love that explanation of the song. I mm-hmm. think it's you know, I, I mean, you can't. This is one of these songs where we've talked about. This is doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you'd be anywhere, possibly even on the planet, maybe. Um, that uh if this song comes on, pretty much everybody knows this tune. Like it's it's a fun song. It's one of those, I guess I don't know if you want to call it a novelty song. I don't know if I don't know if it's so much a novelty song, it just but it became a little bit more of like 
a party staple type yeah. thing. And like, you know, obviously like I just said it became a, a big TikTok trend for a mm. while, which it probably still is. I just doesn't show up on my feed anymore. Uh, but I, I liked it. And there's actually some fun history about this song though, too. So again, this is why I love doing this show because it allows me to finally dive in and learn about some of these songs, uh, especially something like, like it wasn't me. Like what's the history behind this song? Mm-hmm. How did it come about? Why was it a hit? And, uh, and by the way, thank you so much to songfacts.com for existing, even though you're yes. not an official sponsor of the show, half the show, 75% of the show wouldn't be able to be done without songfacts.com <laughs> in, in my, in my humble opinion. Yes. Um, but it's pretty good. So I don't know if anybody knew this, but the track is actually built on a sample of a 1970 song, Smile Happy, from the band War. So it's actually built upon that sample. So this was actually, um, this wasn't supposed to be the first single from this record, which came out. So the, the name of actually the record this was on, and by the way, this came out in 2000. This is on the album Hot Shot. So this was not supposed to be the first single, but it got some heat in Hawaii when a disc jockey in Hon- on a Honolulu radio station, K-I-K-I, K-I-K-I. <laughs> downloaded it from the internet and played it on the air. Uh, this convinced Shaggy's record company, MCA, to issue it as a single. The first single from the record was actually called Dance and Shout. And it seemed like, and it, as songfacts.com says, it seemed like a solid bet because it was produced by the reliable hit makers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, but it flopped hard only reaching number 104 in America in August 2000. The album and Shaggy's career seemed to be left for dead, but it wasn't re- revived him in a big way, hitting number one in February of 2001. And then after that, uh, that was six months after, sorry, Dance and Shout bombed. So very interesting. And then I thought that this was this was kind of interesting. So in a 2023 interview with People Magazine, Shaggy has said that this song has given him a misleading image as a player. The intention behind the song mm-hmm. was quite the opposite, as he said. People didn't listen to the record to the end. He pointed out that there's a crucial part in the song where a conversation takes place between the two individuals. In his dialogue, Shaggy's character initially offers misguided advice, urging his friend to deny the cheating allegations by saying, it wasn't me. But Shaggy stressed that the overlooked second half of the conversation holds the key to understanding the song's true meaning. At the end, the guy says, I'm going to tell her that I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused, and I've been listening to your reasoning. It makes no sense at all. You might think that you're a player, but you're completely lost, he explained. Nobody hears that part. That's what the song says. So, <laughs> Well, you just amazing. get caught up in the, the drama of it. Right, exactly. So you can't yeah. help but love the drama. So next time you listen to the song, listen to it all the way to the end. So that way you catch the entire meaning of <laughs> the story. Basically, that's what Shaggy is saying. So where does Shaggy's It Wasn't Me rank? So I got to tell you, you know, I mean, I've heard this song so many mm-hmm. times. Um, it's hard to not like get into the song. It's hard to not dance to it. It's hard mm-hmm. to not like sing, you know, that catchy chorus. Like it's just the whole thing is. Is a lot of fun. Is it a five record song? Mm. So I guess you could say from a pop standpoint, from mainstream success, it would be a five record song. I don't know if the song is necessarily great, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know if I can give it five records, but I could, I definitely feel comfortable giving it four records for sure. Okay. Because it is a fun song. It's a party song. People have a good time. I have a good time listening to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you smile every time and, you know, and now all I can ever think about is all those TikTok videos with the dogs in the different places. 
which I'm telling, I'm telling everybody, you got to go see if you didn't see them. I, I laugh. <laughs> I laugh at some of the, the most stupid, especially if it involves dogs. I'm like, oh, people God. got real creative during lockdowns. Yeah. <laughs> people got really, really. Yeah. <laughs> So right. um, I your four records. So I will give this four records just because I think it's a fun song and everybody knows it. And, you know, it's good. It's good. It's fun. It's good. So a couple, couple. I prefer Shaggy's Angel over. It wasn't me. OK, great. Thank, thank you, Dave. Dave checking in with that. Uh, Lady Shaw's response to Shaggy was epic. I don't know that response. So you'd have to share that. Put it in the group. Put it in a group. Um, Ian checking in with sorry. The only Shaggy <laughs> I like was on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> And there Fair you go. Enough. All right. <laughs> Dave chiming in with zoinks. 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 From Scooby-Doo. From <laughs> Scooby-Doo. So. I love Scooby-Doo. All right. And by the way, all the songs that we are talking about, actually, just so everybody knows, is you can actually listen to them on our Song Swap Showdown 2023 playlist right now on Spotify. That link is in our show notes. So if you want to hear every song that we talk about, including on today's show and every song since season, the start of season three, they're all on there. They're all cataloged. They're actually all in order. So give mm-hmm. a listen to it. And mm-hmm. every time uh, we do a show, the top of the playlist, the very started playlist is, is that week's six songs that we talked about. So just an FYI for everybody. Go check it out if you have Spotify. If you're not, then I don't know. Use something else. <laughs> Google them individually. <laughs> use your use your Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My second song to you, Amanda. Right now, you're in the lead, by the way. Which I wasn't sure. Well, you know what? And I probably should get some points knocked for it not being an American artist by playing for the rules. So we'll, we'll, yeah, but we didn't. Yeah. All right. Okay. So your second song to me was I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Panic! Exclamation point. At the Disco. Did you know this song? I did. Oh my God. I did. So. I knew it because of Marcus. I did not think you were going to list it. And I, I can specifically remember driving around and like when it talks about closing the door. Yeah. The GD door. Um, the GD door. <laughs> Marcus sang that part really good. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he sang that part really good. He sang that part really good. So I remember him singing that part. I can like hear it in my head. Okay. Um, yeah. So I didn't know it from him. However, as I was Google machining it, apparently it's saying that it's in the offices, like the, the office, the TV show. I don't remember it being in there, but it's been a while since I watched The Office. They're saying it's in the Pam and Jim's wedding episode. So I'm going to have to go into that and look. Which is a, I don't like that episode at all. But <gasps> Sames. That's actually when I kind of stopped watching. After a wedding episode, I kind of build up. But that's a whole. That's another story. It is. It is. I, I agree with you, though. I agree with you. So I. Okay. When I song fact it, <laughs> I had to like anchor down. Like I have so many thoughts. Okay, when I right. song fact it again, you, saw, you song fact it. Song fact it. Thank and you, song facts. <laughs> I went to the comments and I couldn't help but notice the very first comment that showed up on my end was, <laughs> "Are you seeing it on your end?" <laughs> I, I just looked it up. I just looked it up. Oh my god! A little annoying girl wrecked the whole song, and it just spoke to me because that's what we get on our YouTube channel all the time is oh, we get that, that girl. All the time. I'm that girl. And I wreck all of the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> you wreck everything, Amanda. You'd be better off doing a show by yourself, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which has been said before <laughs> by those mean YouTubers. <laughs> that's all right. Keep. 
It's like the dark side. It is. But they help the algorithm, so keep them coming. <laughs> um, the hate flow. So I just thought that was really funny, and I connected a yeah. little bit. And you know what I really like about this song is there was an interpretation also in the comments where the song is essentially about someone cheating on someone basically the day of their wedding. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, right? And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. real, like, shady. Super real shady. shady. Yeah. So, like, our two of our songs are kind of in the same <laughs> lane, though, <laughs> <Still>. which, is, <laughs> which is funny. We, we tend to do this often. But, you know, what I really liked is when it's saying close the GD door, it's yeah. kind of like don't air your dirty laundry. Right. Like, keep the door closed. Keep those secrets to you. You don't have to, like, show it to the world. Don't flaunt the crazy. Don't flaunt the crazy. Don't flaunt the infidelity. (laughs) Be smarter than that. And I'm not encouraging infidelity either, (laughs) y'all. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be, like, so obvious to the world is all. So I do really – I actually kind of – I dig this song a little bit more than Numb. Okay. I think it has a little bit more of a a fun pace to it. It doesn't. It, it's a lighter tone song versus mm-hmm. Numb is a little bit more not. Yeah, it's a little lighter. Yeah, it's a little, it's more, a little more serious. Yeah, a little more serious. So this one, I um, I enjoy and I really like the chorus a lot. It's I, it's fun for me. It's a sing along song. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I don't know if everybody knows the song, but the song was huge, man. I mean, it charted number seven in two thousand five. And by the way, in case you didn't know, I'm Amanda Sharp. Um, being a uh, an early MySpace person, did you, did you have a MySpace, <laughs> by the way, did you have a MySpace account? I Were you did. on MySpace? Yeah. yeah I, so yeah. So I MySpace. Got a packet, got a packet full of I actually loved. My song. By the way, I actually loved MySpace. I, I really loved MySpace because <laughs> there was a, so much music stuff on MySpace and Panic at the Disco were a MySpace band, like a band that blew up because of MySpace. Like they were a thousand percent a MySpace band that blew up being on MySpace and uh mm. and then eventually led to a record deal, blah 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 all the whole hmm. you know you can read about the whole history of that. But they were a MySpace band. And I remember, you know, hearing about them and listening to them on MySpace and then all of a sudden they're on like, you know, then they break and they're playing everywhere and then they're on MTV and like the song <laughs> like I mean it's it's crazy to see that. But yeah, they were one of the the bands that really broke out from MySpace. So I didn't, re- I didn't really realize that MySpace had like the TikTok effect that could like catapult somebody yeah. into success or discovery. So that's interesting. M- MySpace 100% had that. I, like, MySpace bands. <laughs> I utilized MySpace, but I don't think I used MySpace. You know, I look back and I go, wow, didn't you have like five of your top friends, which Tom is so <laughs> Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Which is so isolating, right? Like there is, yeah. you get to, it, it just seems so not inclusive. <laughs> it seems like it could have hurt a lot of people's feelings. It was like a bio page, right? I mean, isn't yeah. that all it really was? <laughs> not for MySpace. <laughs> was that a, I mean, obviously it's a real person, but yeah. like, is he like really, was he associated with MySpace? He created it. So that was the creator. That Tom Tom Anderson created MySpace. That is so funny. Did did like Facebook that buy everybody's MySpace? Fr- out? Everybody's friend. Everybody's friend. Tom. He li- he he played that well. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Love it. I miss MySpace. 
I think I it's still it's still out there. Yeah, and it? it was there's a version of it that was rebooted, and then somebody had actually created like a thing where you can actually create a MySpace page for like like old school, like someone was doing an emulator. <laughs> I'd have to go back and find mine. I'm probably embarrassed by what it is. You got to go back to Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. That, that yeah. wasn't Amanda that I yeah. probably didn't love. So yeah. Oh, my space. Here it is. Top eight for Fork Boy checking in. Top eight was the spot. You were right. Top eight was the spot for sure. And it made number 12 in Australia. Thank you, Ian, for checking Thank in you. on Irate Sins. Song facting. Song facting. All right. So, Amanda, mm-hmm. where does Irate Sins, not tragedies? I'm going to come in. This is this is a four a record for, for me. This is a four record. Four records. Four records for Chris's it's Irate on, Sins, not tragedies. On the record. It is on the record. (laughs) For records. (laughs) So we've got a 7.6 to 4.0. All right. All right. Here we go. There it is. There There it it is. I rate sins, not tragedies. Panic at the disco. Four records from Amanda Sharp. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) All right. So your uh, your next song to me, Mm -hmm. which I have to be honest, was a little like, oh, Amanda Sharp, look at you. Hmm. I want to. I got to hear your story on how this song is on your. Which I'm happy. I'm very happy it is. By the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because this was actually the song that got me into Outcast was. This is your second song, Ms. Jackson, uh, by Outcast, and I actually have to credit my brother, by the way, because um, as much as I was the punk metal hardcore, like member of the family that got my brother into heavy music. Uh, my sister also listened to uh, heavy music too. My sister and I both, you know, because we were so close in age, so we yeah. both grew up listening to many of the, much of the same stuff. Um, my brother was very much into hip hop and rap, and you know, I knew a lot of more '80s and early, you know, yes. '90s, but I kind of fell off at some point, and I really didn't keep up with with much in hip hop. Um, and my brother was very much into hip hop and rap, so he uh, would play me a lot of stuff that I just just hadn't heard wasn't on my radar and uh and miss jackson was one of those songs that i i had heard uh due to him um and guy was like wow this is really good like this is really good and who is this oh it's outcast oh this is great <laughs> like so um blew me away i mean so this is such a good track i mean listen i think everybody who's uh who's listening to outcast knows that miss jackson is just a great song um now, the story behind the song. Do you know the story behind the song? I Ms. don't. Jackson? I don't. Well, thank God soundfacts.com <laughs> has has figured it out for us. Um, but yeah, so this song actually, too, this was another thing. I didn't know this song went number. This was number one in America. I didn't know released. that. This was a number one song in 2000, and it charted number two in the UK, actually, when it was Ooh, released in 2000. Legit. Awesome. Stankonia. <laughs> came out in 2000 so here is the story according to songfacts.com the lyrics are a message to the mother of singer erica badu andre 3000 andre benjamin one of the rappers in a group in case you didn't know <laughs> had a child with badu out of wedlock named seven serious benjamin how about that for a name that's a name seven serious benjamin you know, and I read this really fast, and because I'm such a nerd, I was like, oh, I was like, I thought it read like Severus Sirius, and I'm like, oh, someone's it's a real like big Harry, Harry Potter, Potter fan. fan. Harry Potter fan. I'm I like, know. oh, no, it's seven, not that's Severus. 
<laughs> I went right as you were saying. Nerd brain. Hello. I was like, that's like Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> Seven serious Benjamin. He wanted Bad News Mother to hear his side of the story. As he felt he was being portrayed as a bad father, he felt Badu kept him away from their child on purpose. Uh, Andre 3000 explained in the Atlanta Journal, I probably would have never come out and tell Erica's mom, I'm sorry for what went down, but music gives you the chance to say what you want to say, and her mom loved it. She's like, where's my publishing check? (laughs) (laughs) So, which is funny. So, and Erica Badu (laughs) had said that her mother said um, that, uh, that, um, let me take that back. So his mother or her mother had said that she felt that she loved it and that she actually went out and bought herself a Miss Jackson license plate. And she also had the mug, the ink pen, she had the headband, <laughs> she had everything that said Miss Jackson. I thought that was hilarious. Um, so this actually it. won a Grammy for best rap performance by a duo or a group. And Outcast also won best rap album that year. So this was a huge, huge song. Huge song. There's, so I love it. I um I know the song because of Owen. You know the song because of Owen. Owen actually introduced it. So I didn't necessarily know this song in the early 2000s. I was introduced to this song this year. And mm-hmm. so every drive to and from school. Just this year? Just this year. See, and, and it was Owen who's and it was younger generation. Mm-hmm. Younger generation. And see, this is the song was released in 2000, and here it is 23 years later, and young people yeah. are still finding Outcast's music, which is, there you go. It was fascinating, and I can't help it. So I would just sing it, and I would feel so cool because I was singing the song in the car with my baby who had it on his sh- shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> his shuffle. On his shuffle. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> so yeah, my baby did it. And yeah. it's just, I really like the beat of the song. The, you know, the the message in it is cool. Yeah. It's just got a, a really, I don't know. It, I'm just drawn to it. Yeah. And I got to tell you, like the production on this, like Outcast has always been known for doing just like great studio stuff. And in this in particular, um, basically what they did is for a trick on this, they basically played an entire track um backwards so it kind of gives it that you that unusual like distorted like feel so it's basically like you so when the whole underlying beat is in is like reverse as they're going it's it's nuts they always did all kinds of crazy stuff so and i always liked that they were like i mean the two of those guys together um andre 3000 big boy are just they they're excellent excellent together um and of course you know love below hey uh, all that stuff was the next record so but this was this was a good one, man. Miss Jackson is is a great song. Dave Manning checking in as a board of directors presentation at a board of directors presentation. I want to introduce introduce myself as Dave Dave Mattingly. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, can you imagine <laughs> just sitting there going, great. "Did that just happen?" <laughs> yeah, Outcast was nominated for Grammy in 2007. I could have sworn they won it, but it went to Common. By the way, and Common is also in a great show right now on uh, Apple called uh, Silo. Check it out. Awesome, fork boy, you got it, Miss Jackson. <laughs> so fun, love it. love it, love it. All right, so where do I rank? Yes, Miss Jackson by Outcast. Do tell how many records does it deserve? And I would say this song. See, you you just said it. Like, here is a song that once again is uh, is just permeating 
popular culture mm. in, in so many ways. The fact that your son this is on his mix, like that says a lot about yeah. about a band, you know, that came out in this band, you know, this record's 23 years yeah. old, came out in 2000, still making waves. So where does Miss Jackson wind up? I give Miss Jackson a 4.5, just shy of five records. I really like the song, um, and it's a great introduction for me into uh, Outcast. For me personally, it was my introduction to Outcast. So I uh, this was this was the first song, and I I like it, and I I think it deserves a 4.5 record. I think it's a really good song. Nice, really good song. Nice, and you know, on my list, I was trying to not put those annoying early 2000 songs. We all know there's a lot of annoying, like overplayed. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone knows so it. Many. But it was like it it hit the science behind what a hit yeah. would be, and you go, you you can spot it a mile away. That was mm-hmm. all that it was. These are the songs that came from stories, right? No, they're they're great songs. I mean, and that's the other thing too is like you gave me your list, and I really wanted to give like stuff that was just a little bit like not just a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were hits. They were big. Were These pitches. bands made an impact during the time, yeah. but like they're just a little. I mean, Lincoln Park was a very large band, but it's not. You know, it's not Shaggy. It's not Outkast. You know, like I wanted to just give a little some yeah. different stuff. So, and that's why I gave you the list I gave you. Um, which I'm still surprised that you knew two at. And I'm wondering if you're going to know the last of dun, my dun, picks. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but hey, everybody listening, if you're if you're listening live and you're in the chat, let us know. Do you guys agree with the record ratings we've given so far? What would you have given uh, to these songs we've discussed so far? We'd love to know. Let us know. And if you're not listening live, that's fine. You can email us or let us know in the Facebook group, which you can get to by just using the link in our notes right now, completely free to join. Um, let us know. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can always also email us over at info at songswapshowdown.com because uh, we love to hear from you guys. <coughs> All right. So <sighs> final songs, final songs, final songs, final songs. All right, Chris, your last song to me was maps by the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like you've sent me a yeah yeah yes or yeah yeah yes song before. Did you? I because don't think I, it was this song. I just I started pointing with you. Are you trying to turn me off? Are no. you trying to turn me off with it was the remote? Like, in my you're like hand. enough. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Spinner, tell me <laughs> what song it was. <laughs> Gosh. Hands in the air, Amanda. Stop touching things. <laughs> I and I could try to Google it, and I go, oh, none of these songs sound familiar. So maybe I'm thinking of something. I'm gonna have to look at our old playlist because I felt yeah, like something I don't because I don't remember giving you maps before. It wasn't maps, but I think it was something by them. Okay. So did I know this song? Did no, you but know this song. No, but potentially. And why that is, is Asterix <laughs> is because this wasn't how I met your mother. Was it really? Yes, I guess season one, episode 10. Oh my god, I mm-hmm. did not even remember that at all. I mean, no. I, I watched those first bunch of seasons, but did not. Uh... And we're currently re watching it, so I'm gonna have to go back ah. to that episode and see. I guess it's when like Ted is reminiscing about Robin and their relationship and stuff like that, and it totally seems appropriate. Interesting. For that scenario. So I do believe that's probably truly in there. So I'm going to have to go back 
Mm-hmm. And and watch that episode because I feel like it's gonna hit a little different now that I've right. listened to the song with like the Chris and Amanda song about Showdown Ears. Right. So I really like this song. I'm okay. gonna pretend like I didn't hear it though before. Right. And it's it's really from what I read, songfacts.com, um, <laughs> it was written about a relationship that parted ways because mm-hmm. her partner took a job in another city. And mm-hmm. it just was super powerful when 90% of the words in the song are, wait, they don't love you like I love you. Yeah. Over and over and over yep. and over, especially towards the end of the song. But really, I mean, that is such a powerful set of words and mm-hmm. lyrics right there yeah. because that's the whole like thought of the song to right. me was, wait, they don't, they're not going to love you the way that I love you. And I think that's so sad because oftentimes I think relationships do break up. I mean, not just yeah. romantic ones, but friendship ones even because they you're do. going to a different place for a better something. And sometimes that grass is not always greener and sometimes life takes us there and we don't have a choice either. So there's Very that, true. but you know, you feel like, you know, you know, when someone's walking away that they're not going to be loved the same way they may be loved differently, Right. But not the same way that you love somebody. And so I just, I don't know. This song hit like my heartstrings a lot, a lot. So it's a super sad song, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't, did you watch the music video for this at all? Did you happen no, to check out the video? No, I did video? not. You should not. watch the music okay. video of this. Um, Is it really I, like perfect with it? It's, 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 uh, it's like performance art. I don't know how else to explain it. I, I just, okay. it's a very emotional music video. I, I would, I would, I would absolutely check it out um, when you get a chance. It's, I think you'll think about the song. I think it's just, the song gets deeper. I, and that's just, it's my, mm. in my personal opinion. Um, mm. But I, I always like this music video. I just, it's very like, you weigh on the lyrics a lot. I think you, you hang on the lyrics a lot more because of the video, but you'll see it. Check it out. I think you'll I think you'll you'll appreciate the song mm. more because of the performance in the video. Kind of like our lightest reaction video that after we watched that and listened to the version that we listened to, holy smokes. Yeah. Go check out our latest reaction video on the YouTube, you guys. It's beautiful and we loved it. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> well, and that's actually a song from the two thousands. <laughs> Yeah, it just, oh, it was so good. Okay, so where do I yeah. rate this song, Maps? Where are you rating Maps from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs? I'm going to give this one, oh, I, I'm really torn between like a 4 or 4.5. I don't think this is a 5 record because I don't think I could listen to this over and over and over. It would probably right. depress me. All right. That's fair, right? Fair. That's fair. So the, I'm going to come, okay, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I feel uh, 4.5. It deserves okay. a four point five. Four point five. All 4. right, 5. you are giving a four point five. So even though you can't listen to the song over and over again, you're still giving it, a very high a high record rating. I am. That's because, interesting. Yeah, because I feel like this is this would be almost too depressing to listen to over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yet it's a very good quality song with a really good message, and I think mm. it's sung really beautifully. So I feel like. It deserves that that rating for those reasons, even though, right. like, I personally, like, my heart probably couldn't handle listening to it right. for eternity. Yeah, this is, and it's funny too because this song, as as much as it's kind of like a, a rock radio hit, was on MTV. 
it actually only charted to number 87 on on billboard um and tried, but charted higher in the uk at number 20 at 26 mm-hmm. so and it is like one of their most popular songs i mean um and yeah dave dave's got this in there too heads will roll by the A's. great song actually great that does you actually hear that being remixed a lot there's a lot of remixes of heads will roll I did um, see there was like four yeah. on their Spotify. Yeah. And that yep. that's a that's a really popular song. But Maps is a song that just like I don't know. It it's, for me, I, I feel like it's it reminds me of like a, a blondie. It's got these like mm-hmm. eat and I love I love Carino's voice, I think is excellent. There's just something about this song that's very haunting to me. And I mm-hmm. love I love the way the guitar sounds, just mm-hmm. the way the whole and like I said, the music video like really takes it to another level for me, like emotionally. But I've always loved the song, and I think as far as if we're talking about like songs from the 2000s, I mean these guys are also like a New York, you know. I love the you know total New York band trio comes up through like mm-hmm. you know in typical ways a lot of like New York underground bands have come up and somehow pierced through the mainstream and just become like bigger and and that happened a lot in the 2000s. Like you had like them, the Strokes. Um, there were a few other bands that that came up like through the New York scene, sort of revived like New York scene. So. Uh, and this record, Fever to Tell, that this came off of, great record, solid record. Go back and revisit if you haven't listened to this whole record in a while. It's it's a very it's a very good record. Um, yeah, so I will take your four point five records. I think that's a that's a solid record rating, much mm-hmm. more, uh, much higher than I thought you would give this song. Very good. I thought that you were going to give this song an under four. I thought it was going to be somewhere in a three point five mm-hmm. to, to three point eight. So you surprised me, Amanda. A serial killer brain. (laughs) The brain of a serial killer. (laughs) Keeps you on the toes. (laughs) (laughs) So we got it. We got a few comments here. Um, Ian checking in with how much TV has Amanda watched? I don't. I don't know. Amanda watches. You watch. I used to watch TV all the time. And then the problem is I replay the same series over and over in the background of things when I'm doing things like not watching a lot of TV. Yeah, I was gonna say you you watch you watch yeah my my sister I will take credit for the four point five yeah I will say <laughs> my sister was one of the ones who said you should you should give her yeah yeah yes maps so look at that Good job, Stephanie. Ones, yeah <laughs> so she she was one of the ones that voted for that that song to make it on my my playlist this week and Dave saying I'm not a big fan of any of today's songs so I'd give most of them around a three. Okay. So, all right. Great, Dave. I, I like your honest opinion on it. That's that's good. Good to know. This is, this is what the show's right. about. Listen, Dave, check it in. with saying, I would give most of these songs a three record. All right, Dave. That's you fair. got it. That's fair. All right. So your last song to me, which is a song I had not heard before, by the way. I thought you said you had heard all three songs. Yeah, I misspoke, actually. <laughs> I did not. <gasps> I had not heard the third song. I, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. But I did not. I did not listen to a ton of his music, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm, um, that's fair. So he doesn't sound like he would be from the two thousands. No, he does not. Mm-hmm. He does not, and he was actually only born one year before me, by the way. So baby, he's a baby. <laughs> one year before me. So we're talking about Raymond Charles Jack Lamontagne. Is that how you say it? We're going to go with it. La Montaigne. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Born June 18th, 1973. An American singer, songwriter, and musician. He has released eight studio records. And the song we're discussing that came off of, um, which record was this? <laughs> I think this was, oh, uh, this is, uh, I think, Till Sun Turns Black. Um, yes. yes, This that is song. One. Yeah, so I had not heard this song before, which is called 
um, three more days. So song I had not heard before, but man, I, I really jammed to the song. I thought it was very cool. Um, very cool sounding tune. It reminded me immediately. I don't know why, but right away I was thinking of the faces. Like that's what came to my mm. mind like right away. It had a very faces kind of vibe to it, even though it doesn't sound like Rod Stewart or any like, yeah. but it just had that kind of vibe. And I really, I really liked it. And enough that I was like, you know, maybe I should start diving into his catalog more mm-hmm. than being a very pedestrian, like, like listener of his music i'm just kind of like ah, mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. for some reason i just never like he ne- i never got any traction with him i know a lot of people like him i know he's very popular i mean he's obviously a, a great songwriter mm-hmm. um he's had a lot of hits in, in that way uh so but this song in particular i really dug i like this song this was and i had not heard this song before so this was something i so, so you and I, two out of three. Con- yeah, two out of three. So real quick, if no one's ever heard this song before, let me let me play a, a little a little bit of um, Three More Days by by Ray LaMontagne. So but I love the vibe of this, man. This is like, I don't know. It's like it's I'm so getting chill. very, so I'm saying getting very faces, maybe like traffic, you know, mm-hmm. like little traffic. It's got a 70s, 70s vibe for sure. Little 60s soul R&B. Like kind I mean, of Van Morrison a little bit. Van Morrison. Yeah, another good comparison. He's got more of a Van Morrison type of voice. Voice, yeah. But I like that. Just good dude, man. Like a little, little Crosby, Stills and Nash a little bit. Yeah. Very R&B. Like, I just dig it. It really doesn't seem like it. So recent. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the vibe of this. So I um I really dug it. I, I don't know if I could give it five records, but I really enjoyed the song. I really enjoyed it. So glad. Um and I want to dive into more of his music because of this song. Which now let me ask you before I get my rating. Mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. is this on your radar? Is this is like the Amanda Pandora station and it yeah. came on. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> it's like a Nora Jones type, you know, PlayStation. The Nora Jones station. Yeah. Leads me down. And I mean, this, you can see where this would immediately like just blend beautifully after yeah. listening to a Nora Jones song and, and similar type of people. So it, it just adds and his, his voice is just so soothing and just chill, but the yeah. beat is it's got a vibe to it that it also like gets me moving, even though it's so relaxing. It's it's well, very it's like, powerful. Yeah, it's like got good groove, really yeah, good groove. It's it's like I can get into a groove when I'm listening to that mm, song. I could see that. It puts me, you know, into a rhythm. Yeah, it's just it's good. He's it good. makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, like I said, I I dug I dug the song, and I'm with you on it. I I feel I feel good. Makes me want to dive into more. So with all that being said, I'm going to give it a solid four records. All right. I think it deserves a solid four records for for being that way. So. Man, so I had all fours. Four records. So you had all fours. Two fours and a 4.5. So if we tally it all up. Someone do our math for us. You get, Amanda <laughs> okay. gets a, Amanda is at 12.5. I'll let Chris do the math while I drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's at 12.5 while Chris is myself is sitting at a 
That makes Amanda the winner of this week's Song Swap Showdown. That's so exciting, but I really didn't think that my songs would do that this week. Well, it was the numb. I shouldn't have, man. Yeah. I could have been a little bit more gracious with yeah. numb. Tony's saying, I just get, I'm in the cabin writing my memoirs while sipping whiskey type of song. Yes. That, that's, yeah. I dig that. That's a good, that. yeah, that. that's a good interpretation. I'm cheating uh, to Amanda. My three Aussie songs from 2000s are Lighthouse by the by the Waves. Waves thank you. 2002 2000. special, special ones. ones by George that in the special two by Missy Higgins 2005. All right, thank you, Ian. Nice. He's cheating too. <laughs> I know. So maybe I should say that because my first one wasn't technically American. That was the rule. Maybe this makes it a tie. <laughs> I, I could just void out your. Your song, that whole song, record. and then you're the winner, and then I'm the. But you I won't let do that. Us know. So we'll let the community decide. the 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 winning is in your hands. Does my my original 4.0 for it wasn't me get thrown out the window or edited because of my error in not following the rules? You decide. So the winner will not be decided until the community has spoke. You make the call. <laughs> you make the call. <laughs> Yeah, good. I think you both give a little more points just to not hurt your partner's feelings. I mean, maybe a little. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I was pretty solid with it's a tie. I like that. There's I no like ties. <laughs> arm wrestle for it. <laughs> You'd win. It's arm wrestle. I don't I know. Got you no more arm strength anymore. You might beat me. <laughs> All right, well, all very, very exciting stuff here today. So uh, this was this was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. However, the show is not over because we do have to pick next week's theme, which means bring on that wheel. We're doing the wheel. Do the wheel. I love your face. I cannot stand how much I love that. <laughs> <laughs> We're spinning, spinning a wheel of show themes. All right. So before we get into spinning the wheel of show themes, we do have a sponsor for the wheel of show themes, by the way, which is the next gen podcaster, everybody. So this week's, uh, Sponsor is Next Gen Podcaster. So, attention podcasters, ever thought about mastering AI for your podcast? Well, Next Gen Podcaster has just the thing for you. Their new workbook, Mastering Chat GPT for Podcasters, it's filled with over 120 effective Chat GPT prompts to supercharge your content creation. You know what the best part is, Amanda? It's free. It's for free. free. It's free for free. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's free with a one month trial membership or just $9.99 without. But don't miss out. Elevate your podcasting game today with Next Gen Podcaster. And we all know how essential ChatGPT has become to marketing. And I'm telling you, I have seen a lot of the stuff that's in this ChatGPT for podcasters. And it, <laughs> it is going to level you up. So please do not hesitate. Level up. Join next john podcaster today take advantage of that i'm telling you guys it's great especially if you're in podcasting and quite quite frankly if you're in any kind of creative space don't have to just be a podcaster it's going to help you level up so take advantage of it right Absolutely. now 100 all right so let's spin the wheel yes. here we go 
Oh my gosh. This is Can so everybody exciting. see the movie? All right. So once again, for those of you uh, just listening, you may want to watch the video version of this, but as we do at the end of every show, starting now, we do spin the wheel. So right now on the screen is our big wheel, literally is a wheel big with wheel. all different show topics that have been submitted from our community as well as our own. And if you want to, if you want to be included, you have to join our song swap showdown Facebook group to be entered in, to put your suggestion in, you'll put your suggestion. We will add you to the wheel. So, all right, Amanda, we're spinning a wheel. Spin it. Let's do it. Whoops. Spin, spin, spin the wheel. Let's go. What is our next? Boy. Oh boy. Uh, uh. Oh my <gasps> breakup songs submitted by community member Tina Johnson. <laughs> breakup songs. I'm coming in hard. Wow. Okay. I'm coming hard on these ones. Breakup songs. That is our next show okay. theme. Submitted by theme. submitted by Tina Johnson. Well, Tina, thank you so much for submitting that recommendation. So our next show is your fault. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fun. Break so up. Everybody get a spin. <laughs> I love so everybody Follow. get ready. We want to know. We will put the post in the Facebook group. Let us know what some of your top breakup songs are. We want to hear from you. Um, and we'll put our list together. And so our next show will be featuring those breakup songs and we'll be rating them on a scale of one to five records and also seeing who's Breakup song playlist, Reign Supreme, whose breakup songs are going to be the ones that help get you through that tough time, all the stages of breakup grief. <laughs> all the grief. All of them. All the grief. All the grief. <laughs> what is, what is, we should also do too, like, what? like just to add it in there, just for the fun of it, is like, what are some of your, your favorite breakup movies too? Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm there for that. Bring the tears. Here we go. <laughs> I'll be revenge. here for that one, too. <laughs> or the revenge. Great show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we are excited. So that is next week's show theme brought to you by our good friends at Next Gen Podcaster on the big wheel of show Sorry, I had to play it. I had to play it again just to see your face. It's so much fun. (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Song Swap Showdown. We appreciate you. Please make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're checking the show out, whether you're listening to us anywhere you get podcasts or uh, watching us over on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, of course, as we said, join our Facebook group. You can do that by uh, checking it out in the notes below. Please make sure you support our sponsors, Next Gen Podcaster. All those links are also in the notes. And uh, make sure you follow us, though, on YouTube because we do. We drop a lot of videos right now. We have some highlights video. We've been doing music video reactions right now. We just did a music video reaction of um, the Papa Roach classic. Last oh resort. Yes, like I was like, I'm like, oh, uh, wait, what was the name of that song yet? <laughs> no, we just did. We just did a music video reaction on that, which is, uh, you know, always hilarious. Make sure you watch the co- read the comments on that. Yeah, we did the falling in reverse uh, video reaction to Last Resort. Uh, we have some more coming up, more in the tank. So 
let us know too what music videos would you like to see us react to uh review react to so let us know as well we'll put that actually in the facebook group because we'd love to hear from you guys and see what else you'd like us to react to because a lot of people seem to uh seem to be digging that so all right everyone let us know we will we will uh check you out in the facebook group amanda any final words for our folks nope just that it was a fun show thank you all for showing up we had a lively chat today which helps our show so much so thank you thank you thank you chris is living his morning suit (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not wrong bud (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone have a great rest of the week and as our say say it a minute what does our friend mark ronick always say in the clubhouse group he says make it a great day everyone there you go all right everyone (laughs) cheers see ya Get notified every single time we drop a new episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown. Just hit that follow button wherever you get your podcasts. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the show, please use the email address in our show notes and we'll get right back to you. And last but not least, please feel free to follow us over on our social accounts on Instagram and TikTok at Song Swap Showdown or join our ever-growing community in our Facebook group by using the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening.